0: You're listening to The Conscious Pharmacist Podcast, a show for pharmacist healthcare providers who have answered the call to practicing on purpose. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized HIV pharmacist, author, speaker, patient advocate, and president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, and your conscious pharmacist, Michelle Sherman. You're listening to The Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: This is Michelle Sherman, president of Meshirex Pharmacist Consulting Services and the host of the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. Here today with episode four, Leadership and Wellness and Self-Care and Personal Development with the Healing Medicine Show and Dr. Blair Tellemeyer. I'm so excited for this final episode of our metamorphosis series where we talk about leadership and wellness.
2: Absolutely. So, this is part four of the series. If you're just catching this series, part one, we talked about innovation and healthcare reform and the uh, so called pharmacist shortage and why many pharmacists are looking towards new opportunities. And part two was really about identifying some of those opportunities, uh, especially those in integrated business models, uh, integrative medicine and entrepreneurship. Part three, we talked a little bit about the the this this idea of success and how personalizing your idea of success and overcoming some of those limiting beliefs about yourself really can allow you to become a leader. And so I'm excited in, in this part and part four of this metamorphosis series is that kind of embodiment of the vision that you can create for for what it is that you're transforming into. So I know, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, about this importance of professional development and this kind of approach to lifelong learning. And so it it started for me, my journey with learning that I was positive for the MTHFR mutation Changing some some things around my diet. Well, 2020 <laughs> happened and changed even more things about my life. So I I got pregnant in February of 2020, and uh, and then we all know what happened in in March. So I found out I was pregnant probably about four weeks before we left for Cairo. I was speaking at uh, an Arab International Pharmacist Conference. And I remember the date because it was it was right before my birthday. It was March the 8th. And I spoke on stage. I went back upstairs um, to my husband. He was in our hotel room. We had left our two older children at home. And I was pregnant with our third and the only station not in Arabic was the BBC. So he's not normally one of the those people that watch news stations 24-7, but we had it on because it was the only English-speaking station. But I remember watching it, and there was a reporter standing in the middle of an abandoned street in, I believe she was in Venice, and... She was saying everything here is on lockdown. The only, the only um, organizations or companies that are open are pharmacies and supermarkets. And I thought, oh, how interesting. There's this COVID pandemic. You know, hopefully it'll blow over in a few weeks, but they've left these pharmacies open because they're finally recognizing the importance that pharmacists play in, in fighting, uh, you know, population health issues. And I, we we left uh, Cairo, we went to Luxor, we did the Valley of the Kings and all that. Well, at this point, there was a few people on a Nile river cruise. We didn't go on a Nile river cruise, but there was a few people, who were supposed to be staying at our hotel that had tested positive. So like, I'm newly pregnant, not sure this was around the time that the Zika virus, you know, in 2019, like you remember the Zika virus and the impact on the developing fetus and that you know, that, that was like the number one thing in the news. Well, at that point i'm i'm wondering is this covid thing related to the zika virus is there a risk for my unborn child is there a risk for me am i going to get quarantined in egypt and not be able to get home to my two older children i mean i i really started started worrying about this time of am i even going to be able to get home and at the time no one in the states was talking about it Um, Our temperature was being taken almost everywhere we went in in Egypt at that point. And I remember flying back to St. Louis on March the 12th. And the only person that stopped us or asked us any questions whatsoever in the airport in St. Louis was someone that offered to give us directions to our car. And so I remember driving straight home, picking our kids up from school coming home, not sending them to school on Friday, and then school being called out on March 13th and us quarantining for the next 71 days. And the trauma (laughs) of the pandemic and pregnancy and everything that, that we really went through on a, on a global level. It's very unusual that every single person on earth be affected by the same thing at the same time, like has happened with the COVID pandemic. And there's been a, a really a renewed focus on natural immunity, and conversations around natural health and i'm seeing a further divide with the the covid vaccine um of a kind of a mixed review from healthcare professionals of are are we recommending this or are we not and and how how we navigate some of these ethical and moral issues i think will take a very conscious approach to what it is we believe in and and what our truth is because i think that's only going to become more important as as humanity continues to evolve and and adapt and and be challenged further by environmental pressures that are resulting in in some of these chimeric
1: diseases. Oh, absolutely! I mean, the, the COVID pandemic was—you know—we talk about disruptors, become a disruptor, be a disruptor. But I, I think the 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 pandemic was a, a disruptor that disrupted the entire world. Yes, stopped everybody like dead in their tracks and. You know, w- while that lockdown, everything was so catastrophic. It's like, you know, I look at everything as yin and yang, black and white. Mm-hmm. There's two sides to every coin. What was the good that came out of that? And we did get all this disruption, um, you know, f- for myself, like talking about telehealth. I mean, I had Zoom Health before the long before the pandemic. I was venturing into doing telehealth consults and everything and you know we talked about it as a healthcare system for a long time and then suddenly from one day to the next that was the only way of communicating with anybody was via you know like we are right now so it, it it was a major shift and a major catastrophe like for everybody i think everybody on earth had the opportunity to be with themselves and revisit like the consciousness of the world. And, you know, we got the vaccine and, you know, things you mentioned about the vaccine and our immune systems. And, you know, as as pharmacists and healthcare providers with all the drugs we take and not focusing on food and our well-being, moving, exercise, water, things like that. It really comes down to our immune system. And that's the, you know, personally, and in my family, right here in Dana Point, we focus on our immune system. If you Mm. can focus on your immune system and maintaining the integrity of your immune system as a whole by the thoughts you have, by the food you eat, by the water you drink, by the exercise you do, by the sleep you do, how you breathe and your how you live your life, then you can have a healthier immune system, like focusing on gut health that you had even mentioned in a previous episode. All those things, if, if you have a healthier immune system, then all these viruses, all these invaders, if you will, that we will encounter, we will do better if our immune system is healthier. So. Everybody has a different immune system and, you know, the stress we put our bodies under, the, the tiger chasing us continuously in our lives, like literally people completely wigged out, depressed, frantic, complete frantic lives because we just don't stop. Every single one of those activities affects our Im- immune system in a negative way. So until we look at the integrity of our immune system with all these things, how healthy can we be? And I think, you know, as pharmacists and healthcare providers, we have to walk the walk, right? If we, if we completely stressed out and we're talking to a patient about like yoga and meditation and, you know, just let me finish my pizza while I tell you what a good diet you should have, like who's going to listen to you. So we have to walk the walk. So, you know, you've got the, your retreat in Costa Rica and What what does that even mean, like, for pharmacists listening to this? How how do we tell somebody what is self-care and how do you grow and, you know, what is personal development? Because I I think some people think, you know, I stand behind the counter in this chain drugstore. I've been there for 20 years and I'm going to retire or just die behind the counter. We have to Mm. learn, like, every day. And how do we as pharmacists take care of ourselves and our personal development so that we can be our best selves, not only for ourselves and our family, but for our patients as well.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, it's no, it's no secret how to be healthier. Just eat right and exercise. Simple as that. Right. Um, But it's not that simple. And I hired coaches and trainers and people to help me to really understand how stress was playing a, a big part in, in my depression, postpartum, um, anxiety uh, and de- dealing with that stress. I, I you know, I, first line therapy, you put you on an antidepressant and it, it doesn't work for me. And I you know, I think part of that that walking the walk can start with stress. If you say, you know, I'm a picky eater or I don't have time to cook or, you know, I I'm good to be able to inhale a sandwich in the pharmacy while I'm working a ten-hour shift. Like I get it. I, I've been there. I've I've worked for Walmart. I've been in the busy chain drugstores. So I I am not uh, ignorant to the challenges and the stress levels that that are inherent in in that type of environment, but. I also realized that I was bringing that stress home oftentimes and was the way it was manifesting in my life could be you know oh I I think I'll just have a glass of whiskey tonight or I'll uh, you know I'll have a glass of wine to relax or whatever and that would exacerbate the well i woke up feeling like crap because there's alcohol on my stomach so then i need to eat something that's going to be really heavy in carbohydrates so then i'm gonna you know eat something heavy on my stomach i i need to have a big breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day and like all that weird stuff that has not a lot of like statistics and science behind it that like we've just been conditioned with and never had time to experiment with, well, what's what's actually right for me? Wow, I actually feel much better when I have a cup of hot tea after a long day. And instead of watching TV uh, to do, or even sometimes while my husband is watching TV, I'll run and get my yoga mat and i'll be in the floor kind of you know halfway listening to the tv as i'm doing my stretches and so yoga practice has has been a huge help for me in dealing with my pain so um some of the I, i've always believed i've suffered from fibromyalgia um i definitely have a family history of osteoarthritis and so Quite a bit of of pain that I used to manage with boatloads of ibuprofen, <laughs> you know, each day, and it wasn't getting any better. And then I kind of became concerned, and um, you know, I, I couldn't take them when I was pregnant, and I just kind of really began moving away from from wanting to take any type of. uh of medicine and ingest and any kind of alcohol. And then it I really began looking at the foods that I was eating and cutting out sugar and cutting out processed foods and learning how to cook in a different way. And learning how to set aside time for cooking. So my problem, because I have three kids and I run three businesses, is I don't have time to grocery shop and I don't want to spend time meal planning. Like, even if you gave me a recipe, if I don't have the ingredients in my fridge ready to cook, it's probably not happening. Like, we're calling Domino's. So I'm not, I'm not like a, a saint here when it comes to food, but... I really try to have healthy options in my fridge, and one way I've done that because I live in a in a food desert. Um, you know, you can't get lentils and quinoa and uh, you know, jicama and some of these whole grains and whole plant based menus that my vegan friends and vegan chefs were sharing, and I I signed up for a meal delivery kit called Purple Carrot. And it also taught me how to cook, um, you know, Korean style vegan dishes, Indian style vegan dishes, um, a a lot of ways and techniques of cooking actually made me a much better cook. And we don't eat out as much anymore. I mean, we, we still will. If the kids have a ball game or, you know, we've got something going on. But when I saw how easy it was to, to shift to this plant-based diet, I thought, you know, I I, I would definitely want to make this part of our experience in Costa Rica. So since 2017, I've been holding these, you know, weekend long masterminds for female entrepreneurs in healthcare. And we had done one in Nashville. We'd done one in Las Vegas before the pandemic. We did one in Salt Lake city and Scottsdale um, more recently. And, when I was planning out this week-long retreat, I thought, I don't want to make it more about information and memorizing frameworks and, you know, doing conferency style stuff. It's integrated with workshops that are delivered in a way to help you look inward. So we have our retreats, a five-day and week-long retreats set up for healthcare professionals to be able to come to Costa Rica, to the blue zone. So there's only five blue zones in the entire world. And these are areas of the planet where people live the longest. Um, mostly it's thought to be related to the kind of purity of, of food they eat and the thoughts they think and the, you know, and the land they live on. And so Costa Rica is one of those countries that, you know, that has uh, a designated blue zone and our retreat center is right smack in the middle of that blue zone, which is the Guanacaste Peninsula, which is known for its beautiful giant Guanacaste trees that have this amazing umbrella-like canopy. And so we've got a couple, they're actually, protected in Costa Rica. So you cannot cut them down. And we've got, I believe, three Guanacaste trees on, on our property at the retreat center. So the retreat center was an old hotel uh, called the Hotel Flying Crocodile. And there's even a, a little like cartoon crocodile with wings, a little mosaic in the bottom of our pool that even though we renamed the center Consumania, uh, it's still fun to see this little cartoon crocodile with the flying wings in the pool. And uh and so the, the space has a beautiful um open area lobby and restaurant when you first walk into the space. And then the grounds are manicured like a botanical garden with 10 very unique um they each each cabin we call them casitas uh each of the casitas has its own theme and has its own architecture and so each of the the casitas are very unique and so we always um we always enjoy matching the energy of our attendees to the casita that they've been been placed in and then at the very back of the property, we have this round, um, maloka type structure with a thatched roof, a two story. We have a sky view yoga studio on the second floor with these beautiful teak wood floors that we hold groups, um, we do ceremonies, we do, um, sound healings. And we host groups for, for yoga retreats as well as professional development and career development retreats. We host large groups. Um, and so startup teams and anyone that needs a space for a team of about 10 to 20 to be able to host on this property. So I've kind of developed my own retreats spa- or my own retreat week there to incorporate this plant-based diet with ideas for how to shift the the stress levels. And one of my favorite things to teach in the pharmacy (laughs) is the box breathing technique. And I teach that to patients, you know, I, I tell them, this is used by Navy SEALs. You know, this is used to, you know, for leaders to calm and shift their nervous system from the sympathetic go, 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 you know, run from the tiger, fight or flight to shift that vagal tone towards parasympathetic when you can be more open and calm and relaxed and less reactive to things so i always say this box breathing technique it's it's super simple draw a box four breaths in hold for four out for four hold for four in for four you know and so it's you can just imagine how simple that technique is it's not expensive and (laughs) it's actually quite free And beneficial and whether or not you're interested in meditation or yoga or any of those things, that simple breathing technique is powerful enough, if done with focus, to be able to shift your body and your nervous system into that parasympathetic state. And that's the state we need to be in to be less reactive leaders, to be parents that yell less you know it gives it gives you like some space in between the thought in our heads and what actually comes out of our mouth to say oh is this a good idea to say that and when we practice that it gives us that self awareness of maybe maybe what that person said wasn't actually what they meant or maybe listening, and taking what people say as exactly what they meant, but more of a projection of their own beliefs, not, not a, um, you know, a, a call on who we are as people. So it kind of helps you to develop that thicker skin that you need uh, in entrepreneurship, because you're always going to have people that you know that that may say well Michelle you have such a great job as a pharmacist are you crazy for wanting to leave your job as a pharmacist you know blair ha- why would you want to stop being a pharmacist you're you're now you're you've got a farm you've got a retreat center you've got all these things you know what what's going on and just taking that as more of a projection that that maybe someone else wishes that that they had more courage to do the things and and give themselves permission to do the thing that they really want to do and and so i always tell people you know it's um it's your life it's your decision and when we can become conscious of the choices that we're making and how they are affecting everything that's going on in our lives. That's when we can begin consciously creating that new reality and and where we want to be in the future of, of healthcare.
1: Oh, ab- absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, being conscious with oneself, creating that space to slow down just to breathe you know sometimes you just tell someone just take a breath they want to like slap you because they think you're being rude but <laughs> when you do take that step back it, it changes everything I mean this yeah. this metamorphosis series you know as the listeners can hear listening to all four episodes at the same time we've gone from talking about healthcare reform and innovations all the way to you know, um, leadership, self care, personal development, you, you can see this trajectory and the metamorphosis from the pharmacist who you are, the cocoon into this magnificent butterfly that you can create and change your life and change the, the lives of your patients. Um, do you want to let it, the listeners know like how they can find out more information about your retreat and what to do next?
2: Absolutely. So, you know, I just wanted to thank you, Michelle, for having me on this, this metamorphosis series. And I think you mentioned earlier something about creativity. And I always say that business is an act of self-expression. And if you don't know who you are and, and what you want to say, then it is really hard to be creative. And so giving yourself that time and that space uh, in order to cultivate that and to really figure out what is it that, that you want to say, what is it that you want to express to your patients in a new way is, uh, is very important. So for, for people that are interested, uh, we have books and, and lots of resources and things available. Uh, for free on our website at com, And if you're interested in an upcoming retreat, hosting an upcoming retreat at either our retreat property in Costa Rica or attending one of our retreats as a participant, uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm at Blair Telemeyer on LinkedIn and pretty easy to find me on all the socials. So I really appreciate those who have have listened to all four episodes and am um, really excited and optimistic about the future. And you know, I think this this metamorphosis is really about innovation and about creativity and about what you want your own personal metamorphosis to look like. So it's been it's been really fun to join you once again Michelle on the conscious pharmacist podcast and thank you so much for for this collaboration with also the healing medicine show which is a show for healthcare professionals to provide resources on personal and professional development ideas that help healthcare professionals begin to think about their skills and their knowledge in new ways through consulting and entrepreneurship. So we'd, uh, we'd really appreciate a, a follow or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel to get access to all of our upcoming shows.
1: Great. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody for listening. i um, coming later this year from Mishorex Consulting is my, um, Living Well series. It's called High Performance, How Pharmacists Can Prevent Burnout and Be Rock Stars to Your Patients, Team and Your Family. So that'll be coming later this year. And, you know, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining.
0: Thanks for listening to the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. We hope you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you miss something, you can listen again or just read the transcript of the show on our website at mishrxconsulting.com forward slash podcast. If you have a spare minute, don't forget to give us a review or rating on iTunes. Remember to practice on purpose. You're a star pharmacist and healthcare provider. And in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. The Conscious Pharmacist podcast is a production of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, your HIV pharmacist and pharmacy experts.